This is the day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. It is our prayer that something is said or done to make your walk through this journey called life a little lighter and brighter. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He looks forward to walking with you on this journey together to breakthrough, victory, redemption. Pastor Wade is anointed and experienced in multiple areas of life. God uses him to have us look at our challenges in ways we may never have seen before. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, Pastor Wade Scarborough. This is the day. This is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. What up? What up? What's up? It's your boy, Pastor Wade, with This Is The Day. Man, will somebody holler at me? Holler at your boy. Man, it's like we ain't talked in a while, y'all, for real. I miss you guys. I know somebody just said, hi, you miss it. He don't even know all of us. I know. But I miss talking to you guys. I miss uh, this interaction that we have, this conversation where we can come reason together. I, I miss that. And, hey, I appreciate you guys that hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and uh, the interaction, and uh, all the love and support. And those joining us for the very first time, listen, you could be doing anything right now. And I really want to, I'm giving you air hugs right now. I'm holding my arms out right now and just giving it to you, giving it to you right now. And if I saw you, I would come in for the real one because, yeah, you know what it is. I don't believe in social distancing at all because there is no such thing <laughs> because we were all created to be in relationship together and we will all find a way to gravitate back to each other. So enough of that foolishness. Don't get me started because I'm here in California with all this concentration camp foolishness that we got going on here just craziness and I want to send a shout out and a prayer to the governor had a bad reaction with his booster shot so listen i don't wish ill will on anybody listen you're a human being like everybody else and so i just want to hope that you feel better from the experimental vaccine booster shot that you got listen praying for you bro also Let's talk about what this show was really all about. What we like discussing here on This Is A Day with Pastor Wade. We like discussing various topics that the church body does not talk about on a Sunday or at a Bible study or shut down from talking about it all together because of the sensitive nature of the subject. All of us, no matter what you think, feel, or believe, without judgment, would not be made to feel like your feelings or opinion are not valid, and we can have a honest, true, free conversation, or my boy TV say, keep it 100 here on This is the Day with Pastor Wade. And listen, if you haven't joined any of our other conversations, hey, go back on to any of your podcast platforms, wherever you listen to your podcast. And man, you we got a whole plethora for you. And if you haven't been a part of this one yet, hey, start at one, work your way. You can listen today. We can have a talk today, but you may want to go to there because there's a lot of information because Principalities and Powers is setting us up for the next phase because we're about to go into Revelations. We're about to go in and hit it hard because a lot of people are scared of it. A lot of people don't understand it. And listen, we're going to navigate through this thing together because, listen, that's what I'm called here for. I'm not called here to have a building and all that kind of stuff or be an institution of a church. I'm here to be the church. 
because my body is the temple of God. So therefore, I am the church, just like you are the church. So therefore, we're supposed to iron sharpen iron, not building sharpen building. Iron sharpens iron. So that's what we're here to do. That's why we're having this conversation. And if we did this in, in church and have iron really sharp iron versus name it, claim it, let's, you know, put your hands on it. It's going to be to you in 24 hours. Yeah, we would be in a lot better place, you know, because we're in this valley and we we really see how unprepared we prepared people for the valley. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm already in enough trouble, but I don't care because I work for the Lord. <laughs> I do. So it is what it is. So go listen to the other podcast, the show on any show that you've missed. Catch up. We're about to go into Revelations and we're going to go heavy. We're going deep. I mean, we're talking about we go ask God, we're going to dissect this thing. And so, so the revelation that he's given me also from people that I collaborate with, that I trust, that I know hear from the Lord, that hear from the real principality and power, which is God, not uh, communing with a spirit, a little God. Oh, my God. Or a fallen. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. People that really talk to not and not man. I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to be nice. So let's get into it, y'all. For those joining us for the very first time, we like to take off like a plane. So, you know, like we like to do a little announcement. So make sure your seat and tray tables are in an upright lock position. Any turbulence, hey, any turbulence you feel, is God shaking at the very root which does not belong on this plane. If you're listening with somebody, look at them and say, you ready? Look back at them and say, I'm ready. And if you're by yourself because you're really not because God is omnipresent, just look all around and say, I'm ready, God, and say, let's go. Listen, we about to get into it. We just finished the Kingdom of Darkness organization. So we went to 13 different things. So now we about to talk about the nature of satanic spirits, you know, because them principalities got a nature, y'all. Yeah, listen. And if you haven't gotten it by now where principalities are powers, they're spirits because we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but with principalities and powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in heavenly realms or places. So things that are happening here in the natural has started in the spiritual realm first. So if you haven't gotten that concept yet, that is really what's happening. That's why we're going through this because before we get to revelation, we have to talk about principalities and powers. So then you can understand, uh, as God brings, illuminates and brings to light what is actually happening, you'll be able to see revelations live and in living color. And the beauty about revelations is, especially compared with Daniel, Zechariah, and also Matthew, the thing about revelation is revelations is written in past, present, and future form, which is amazing. So some things have occurred, some things are happening now, and then there's some future happening. So there's a lot of debate on that, but that's the beauty about revelation. So we're going to get into that. The, the beast, the mark of the beast, we're we going to get in, tell it. We're going to tell you how it looks right now, how the devil going to be omnipresent. We're going in. But we got to talk about principalities and powers first. So the nature of satanic spirits people often make error of believing satan is a caricature with the red horns and a pitchfork satan is much more than that he is a powerful very powerful here are some characteristics of satan and his demons y'all listen 
listen, y'all better watch this because we about to go. There's about at least about 19, 20 of these. And then uh, we're going to go into the activities and proof of their presence. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So follow with me because, uh, hey, here comes the turbulence. Remember I said make sure your seat and tray tables in an upright lock position? Hey, here it come. Don't And don't get mad at me. I'm only a messenger. <laughs> Number one, when you talk about spirits or sata- nature of satanism, they are not human. You can find that in Ephesians 6.12. For we do not wrestle with flesh and blood or against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers against the rulers of darkness of this age and spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly realms. So we've been through that. So listen, they're not human. So there are things, uh, be it not being human, because we're very finite in our humanity. We're very limited in our humanity because of the fall of man. We've lost a lot of power. That's why we're trying to get back to the garden. That's why we're trying to, because we are a spirit. All of us are a spirit. We live in a body and we have a soul, which is a mind. So we are a tripart being. There's no questioning that. That's why when somebody transitions from this plane and the body is just left, you, you can see that the spirit is gone, that it's not alive anymore. That's because the spirit is gone. And then when you talk about the mind, the intellect is gone. That personality is gone. So the only thing left is the body. Oh, my goodness. That was free. I hope I helped somebody on that. So spirits, they're not human. Second thing, they are evil. That's Judges 9.23. God sent a spirit of ill will between Amalek and the men of Shechem. And the men of Shechem dealt treacherously with Amalek. See, listen. The nature of any spirit that Satan controls is going to be evil. Satan cannot control a good spirit. Yeah. And we're talking, you can't uh, call Ghostbusters. No, 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 no. You need to call on the anointing. You need to call on God or and help somebody be in prayer with you to be able to fight these evil spirits. Listen, they're all around you. And some of you, uh, I know you guys get attacked. I know it. Uh, some of you I, that I know, I hear it from you as well. And listen, they attack you in many different ways, and we're going to go through that as well. Third thing, they are intelligent and wise. Hey, 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 don't think you're smarter than a spirit, especially a satanic spirit. Listen, the dude was there from uh, uh, dang near all, at the beginning. I mean, he's seen a lot. He know the word better than each and every one of us. Uh, oh, boy. Listen, some of them Bishop of Tutus that be taking it out of uh, context because you can hear the fear in their voice. Yeah. And those uh, unclean spirits are controlling them. Who do you, they know the word too. Oh boy. I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> so they are intelligent is the third thing. That's first Kings 22 to 24. It said, then a spirit came forward and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did that just happen? In 1 Kings 22, 22 through 24, it said, Then a spirit came forward and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. The Lord said to him, that spirit, in what way? And so he said, I will go out and be a lying spirit. Oh, my God. In the mouth of his all his prophets. Oh, oh, oh. Not New Testament where things can get lost in translation. This is Old Testament, 1 Kings. So this is a spirit that's standing in front of the Lord and say, hey, use me. I will be a lying spirit. Oh my God. So it's now it's not out of the realm of possibility that Bishop of all the tutus, that you know, the one that's been standing up there and hollering and screaming, that it's possible that they could have a lying spirit. Because it just said, 
I will go out and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And then the Lord said, you shall persuade him and also prevail. Go out and do so. 23 says, therefore, look, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of all the of these prophets of yours. And the Lord has declared disaster against you. 24 says, now Zedekiah, the son of Chennai or Chenaiah went near and struck Micaiah on the cheek and said, which way did the spirit from the Lord go from me to speak to you? Hey, I'm only a messenger. Don't get mad at me. Go look it up. Read it for yourself. Cause don't be blaming Pastor Wade. And he's just, you're gonna be like, oh, Pastor Wade said all all the preachers, pastors, and bishops, they lying. No, I didn't say that. There's some of them. And listen, if you listen real carefully and then look at their actions and, and integrity, especially if they have no relationship with you, listen, you can't even touch the pastor. They don't call you, they don't do nothing. Listen. I don't care from a small church to a mega church. And then all they keep asking for you is your money. Yeah, it got real quiet. It got real quiet. Go read it for yourself. Number four. These spirits are powerful. That's Mark 5, 1 through 18. Number five. They are beings with personalities. Oh, my God. That is major. So don't think these spirits do not have personalities. That's Acts 19, 15 through 16. It says, and the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are you? And number six, verse 16 said, then the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, overpowered them and prevailed against them. So they fled out of the house naked and wounded. If that ain't a personality, I don't know what is. My man was clowning in the streets. He'd be clowning. That Y'all want me to get you a street version? I'll give you a street version. So I just said, and the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know, Paul, I know, but who are you? So on the street, that would be like, oh, oh I can't say that word. Nigga, who you think you is? I know him. Oh, I know her. Oh, yeah, that's my boy. Oh, that's my girl. Yeah, they this. Oh, they rep says this, they're that. But you ain't nobody. That's what that spirit is. That's personality right there. Clowning. Say, so, yeah, you sitting up here doing all this as you think you all that, and you have no power. I'm just saying, I'm just giving you the, the, the hood version of what the, the demon was talking about. But I'm just saying, they are beings with personality. Oh, boy. Y'all still love me? Am I still your boy? Am I still passed away to you? Okay. All right. Number six, they talk and communicate. Oh, my goodness. That's Mark 5, 6 through 7. That says, when he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshiped him. And verse seven, he said, and he cried out with a loud voice and said, what have I to do with you, Jesus, son of the most high God? I implore you by God that you do not torment me. Oh, my goodness. They talk and communicate. Next thing. Seven, they feel. That's Matthew 8, 29. Number eight, they have knowledge without question. That's Acts 19 through 15. Number nine, they congregate in fellowship. Oh my God, we may have to park it right there on the dance floor. They congregate in fellowship. That Let's 1 Corinthians 10, 20 through 21. So rather that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons and not to God. And I do not want you to have fellowship with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the Lord's table and the table of demons. Oh my 
goodness. So can I ask a question? Can I ask a question? I'm literally holding my hands up right now. Can I ask a question? <laughs> it's a rhetorical question. Does that mean they can congregate in fellowship in a church building? I'm just asking for a friend. I'm just saying it says in 1 Corinthians 10, 20 through 21, rather that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to the demons and not to God. And I do not want you to have fellowship with the demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the Lord's table and the cup of the, and the table of demons. So if there's a lot of secular stuff going on in the, in the church, if the church is not abiding by God's principles and the way he does things, if we want to hide behind grace, all the time and be like, oh, we don't know what people are going through, but yet we allow them to run amok and destroy the church and what it stands for and go against the principles of God, then I think, yeah, the answer to that question was, yeah, they congregate in fellowship. And we're drinking as the institution of church, we're drinking from that cup. Oh my God. It got quiet. It got quiet. Don't look at me. I'm only a messenger. Let's say somebody going to be mad at me, but hey, 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 the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. <laughs> Number 10, they preach, quote unquote, doctrines. First, yeah, devils preach too. Yeah, without question. Yes. That's uh, 1 Timothy 4 and 1. Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. You're seeing that right now. Listen, if I hear one more person talking about there's many ways uh, to God or Christ consciousness or, you know, God's a woman and all that kind of stuff. And God is not male or female. God is a spirit. I'm going to leave that alone. You know, listen. There's just all kind of doctrines and uh, all kind of foolish. It talks about men being lovers of, or lovers of themselves, lust. I mean, just it, a lot of stuff. So they preach and they preach good too. Oh my goodness. The, the a devil, a demon knows the word inside and out, backwards and forward better than the most scholastic scholar, theologian in the world. <laughs> I'm just telling you. But like I said before, let the anointing teach you. <laughs> not a man, not a woman. Let the anointing teach you. But you must develop a relationship with God first. Oh, boy. Uh, listen, don't get mad at me. Number 11, they have desires. That's uh, You can look that up in Matthew 8, 28 through 31. And listen, one of their desires is they want to be seen. Oh, yeah, that spirit wants to be seen. It likes to be flamboyant. It likes to be in front. It likes to be an influencer. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We have a lot of that. Wants to be an influencer. Wants to be a distraction. Wants to be left alone. Let me do my thing. Let me just shine. Oh, my goodness. Number 12. Oh, boy. They have a will without question. They have a will. Uh, Matthew 12, 43 through 45. I got to read this one. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places seeking rest and finds none. Then he says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it empty, swept and put in order. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter and dwell there. And then the last state of the man is worse than the first. So shall it also be with this wicked generation they have a will and right now it looks like the satanic will the demonic will the evil will is winning 
but it's not. Prophecy must be fulfilled. God has the final say-so. And we've already established that he can control unclean spirits as well. You're listening, ladies and gentlemen, to a lot of false prophets on television. Yeah, all your news anchors. Yeah, you're listening to a lot of false prophets. Prophet lying. You're listening to a lot of false prophets or men and women of God in the church that get up every Sunday and preach. Especially if they got a whole bunch of protocols in the church that are castrating or separating half the population from even coming near or learning about God through them because of protocols, made up protocols, foolishness protocols. I'm going to leave that alone, but I can't. Any church that says you got to be vaccinated to fellowship here, a, d- a demon that is being led by a demonic principality because they want you to be shut down or cut off from God. So if they have any kind of mandate like that, you better go the other way. You'll do a lot better by yourself. <laughs> if they're forcing stuff on you and there's no freedom there, where if you want to wear a mask, you can. If you can't wear them, if you don't have to, what you don't want, don't want to wear a mask, you don't have to. Or if they're trying to put any kind of separation, any kind whatsoever, there is no separation in the house of the God. Uh, I'm just saying, these are some things you need to look for. And then if they keep asking you for money and then never seem to give back to you or never seem to contribute to your life whatsoever at all, that everything is about, hey, just support us, give to us. They don't never support you in anything or even call you. And I'm not talking about just the helps committee. Somebody in that ministry of, I guess I would call of importance or of high ranking needs to reach out to you, especially if you've been trying to reach out to them. That's another sign you need to look for. I'm just giving you signs you need to look for that there may be a presence there that is controlling some of our institutions of church. I'm just trying to give you signs. Hey, you can do what you want. I'm just a guy, (laughs) only a messenger. (laughs) That's all. Number 13. Oh boy. They can work miracles. Woo! (laughs) What did I tell you before? I think it was in episode seven or eight. Uh, One of the definitions for demons are distributors of fortune. So therefore, they can make it look like they work in miracles. Yeah. Revelation 16, 13 through 14 says, and I saw three. (laughs) Oh boy. I saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. Oh my God. Verse 14 says, for they are spirits of demons performing signs, which go out to the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of the great day of the almighty God. It even talks about two that when you start seeing, hearing about great signs and wonders somewhere and it's in a far off place, don't go. They want to get you out there, want to get you isolated show you signs and wonders. The next thing you know, they'd be able to tell you anything because you believe more in the signs and wonder than the wonderful God. Oh my God. I'm going to leave that alone. I can't preach right now because we having a conversation. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that alone. 
So understand too, the devil can work miracles too. There's distributors of fortune. Ask Hollywood. Oh, did I say that? Yeah, it, it, yeah. It, uh, I'm sorry. Ask Hollywood. Ask somebody that turned that turned into superstardom overnight. I'm just asking for a friend. Number 14, they possess supernatural strength. Woo, without question, that's Mark 5, 1 through 18. Again, Mark 5, 1 through 18 is strong, y'all. So y'all need to go uh, check that out. I can't go through all of it right now. We'll be here all day talking. Number 15, they fear God. That's James 2, 19, without question. Yeah, you heard me right. Pastor Wayne said the demons fear God. Satan fears God. He's in rebellion, but he fears God. He ain't crazy. <laughs> well, he is crazy because he was separated from God, but he ain't stupid. It says in James chapter 2, verse 19, it says, you believe that there is one God. You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. Didn't I just, didn't we just go through talk about, oh, what do you have? What we have to do, you, oh, son of God, leave us alone. See what I'm saying? Just saying. Number 16, they travel without question. All over the world. What's that song? Been around the world and I, 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 can I find my baby? Listen, they found their baby. <laughs> so they travel. That's Mark 5, 7 through 12. Uh, number 17, they impersonate people without question. First Samuel 28, 3 through 9. Remember we talked about when Samuel was dead and then Saul lost his anointing. He was out of favor with God. The familiar spirit recognized that he didn't have the anointing anymore. So they called on the familiar spirit that know of Samuel and the spirit came up to impersonate Samuel. And because Saul could not see, he had lost his discernment. He could not decipher that it was a familiar spirit that he was not talking to Samuel. I'm going to leave that alone. Number 18. They know their fate. Woo! That's Matthew 8, 29. All demons, devils, they know their fate. Listen, they just want to see how many people they can bring with them. How about that? Number 19, they recognize those who have power over them. Acts 19, 13 through 15, it says, then some of the Jewish exorcists took it upon themselves to call the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, we exercise you by Jesus, whom Paul preaches. Also, there were seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish chief priest, who did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But who are you? He didn't even know what to say and how to say it with authority. And look at the, look at the phrase. We exercise you exorcism is a demonic word it is not a godly word so when you talk about we exercise you when you're trying to do an exorcism or when we say exercise the demons it's usually used in a, a negatory or a derogatory or evil term so when you say we exercise you by no and when we say come out in the name of jesus we're not exercising anything we're saying come out in, in the name of jesus by the power that is given to unto me through Jesus. Oh my God. So when he said, by the, we exercise you by Jesus, what, the, the, the demon was like, oh really? And then it said, whom Paul preaches. So when you say whom Paul preaches, it's not even something that we believe. I'm going to leave that alone. Number 20, they're responsible for every evil known to man. That's Ephesians 6 through 11. Listen, am I your friend still? We got a couple more things to go through, y'all. I'm telling you, and we're going to go through them real quick. But don't leave your boy out here on the island of Patmos by yourself. Listen, hey, 
just hashtag me, man, on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Way. Way to spell W A I D. Just hashtag me, man. Say, love you, Pastor Way. Send me words of encouragement, something, man. Because, man, I, listen, it, it's tough just trying to, you know, a lot of people think, you know, uh, oh, Pastor Way, you know, talk to the church, against the church, and all that kind of stuff. I'm not talking against the church. I'm talking against the institutional church that don't stand on the right the right side of God, that uh, that don't do the godly thing to God's people. That's what I have an issue with, that we still try to take advantage of people. We still doing unnecessary fundraisers uh, in church. I understand the economics and finances of church more than most pastors do, without question, because there is an economics to, there's a financial side to running the institution of church. But God does provide. If the people are not being blessed by the ministry and they're sending in their hard earned dollars and then the ministry does not necessarily give back to them and they want to just put on programs and and concerts and stuff like that just to just to say, you know, we gave you back some. No, that's not it. There's people with real needs <laughs> without question and and people that need prayer. People need a smile. People need a hug. You know what I'm saying? It's not, people need clothing. It's just not all. Uh, tangible things. Sometimes some things are intangible too that they need that we need to do. You know that's why the fruit of the spirit is is major. These are the expressions of love. Love is the vine. When you talk about the fruit of the spirit, and the rest are the fruit that is on that vine. Ah, that's free. That's a free one for y'all. I'm gonna leave that alone. So let's go into the activities real quick and proof of their presence. The scope of a demonic activities is both broad and diverse among them all. Here we go. If you want to know how it looks, don't get mad at me, y'all. First thing is deafness and dumbness. You can find that in Matthew 9, 32 and 33. I could say some things right there, but I'm not <laughs> because we for sake of time. But deafness and dumbness. Read Matthew 9, 32, 33. Two, blindness. That's Matthew 12 through 22. And we're not talking about just a physical blindness. We're talking about a spiritual blindness where they can't see. Oh my God, I'm going to leave that alone. Also, grief is number three. When you talk about the activities and proof of a demonic spirit, deafness and dumbness, blindness, the inability to be able to see or hear people, grief, that's 1 Samuel 1, 7 through 8. Number four, vexation. Woo, anybody been vexed? Matthew 15, 22, and I got to read that one. It says, and behold, a woman of Canaan came from the region and cried out to him saying, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon possessed. Look, a vexation will come on you. Also, number five, provocation. Oh boy. First uh, Chronicles, that's an Old Testament, 21 and one says, now Satan stood up against Israel and moved David to number Israel. See, this is where provocation, it moved David to be in disobedience against God. He wanted to, God told him to do one thing. He said, well, let me number the people. God said, you didn't have to do that. I didn't tell you to do that. So it would provoke you to do some things to step out of the will of God. Number six, murder. Ooh, that say, speaks for itself. You find that in Psalms 106, 36 through 38. Number seven is suicide. That is major right now because the real virus right now is, is, is division and hatred. And what's happening is a lot of people, because of the isolation, because of the separation, they're choosing to check out 
and commit suicide. And it's from various reasons, but those are one of the main reasons right now. So anytime that somebody has that uh, thinking about suicide or taking their life, listen, and if anybody's listening to the sound of my voice right now, don't do it. Don't do it. You're a child of the most high, whether you believe it or not. And God made you for a purpose. Just answer the call. And even though you're going through the valley of the shadow of death and you shall feel no evil, God will comfort you. His rod and his staff will comfort you. And then he's going to set you at the table in the presence of your enemies. And guess who's the first enemy at that table is you. Because now he's going to change your lifestyle and he's not, he's going to let you see how you change. But then the people that at the table that were your enemies too, they're going to confirm how much you've changed. And they're going to want to be like you now. And then he's going to anoint your head with the oil. And guess what? That here's your power. Then now you're going to operate in the older fold because your cup is going to run over. And then surely goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. And you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That is my prayer for you. So if you feel that spirit of suicide that come over you right now, don't do it. God has something better for you. Yes. And I'm talking to you right now. Number eight, idolatry. Woo, there's a lot of idolatry going around. Oh, my God. Everything in this society right now is about symbols, thing. Oh, my goodness. Don't get me started by idolatry. Statues. Oh, Jesus. First Kings. That's First Kings 22 and 53. Number nine. When you talk about that spirit, the activities, the proof, convulsions. Oh, boy. That's Mark 9 through 20. It says, then they brought him to him. So they brought a boy to him. And when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed him. And he fell on the ground and wallowed and foaming at the mouth. Now, let me be clear. I'm not talking about people that have seizures, that have a medical issue. Now, that is something totally different. This was triggered. What I'm reading right now when we talk about convulsions, you can see some people demonically possessed that they can't go in convulsions. And as they close, if they get to close to somebody that has God's anointing on them some way, shape or form, I'm telling you. They'll go into convulsions. Something, something crazy starts happening. So also, lust is number 10, 844. That's John 844. Also, number 11, confusion and strife. James 3, 15 through 16. The wisdom does, this wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, and demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. Number 12, false worship. That's Deuteronomy 13. Deuteronomy 32 and 17. Number 13, ooh, error and heresy and false doctrine. I can go into a whole bunch of stuff with that one. So, and that's 1 Timothy 4, 1 through 2. Uh, and it says, now the spirit, we read it before, expressly says that in latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines and demons, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. Oh my God. Number 14, sickness and disease. That's Matthew 4, 23 through 24. Number 15 is torments. Ooh, tormenting. That's Matthew 15, 23. Number 16 is deception. Uh, that's 1 John 4, 1 through 6. Number 17 is lying. That's 1 Kings 20 through 21 through 24. Number 18 is wickedness. That's Luke 11 through 26. And number 19 is fear. That's 2 Timothy 1 through 7. Number 20 is worldliness. 1 John 2, 5 through 17. 21 is bondage. Romans 8 through 15. 8 and 15. Discord, number 22, is, is Proverbs 6, 16 through 19. 23 is violence. 
Mark 9 through 22. 24 is betrayal. Oh my God. John 13 and 2. 25 is oppression. That's Acts 10 and 38. 26 is persecution. That's Revelations 2 and 10. Jealousy is 27. That's 1 Samuel 19, 1 through 11. And 28 is false prophecy. One, that's 1 Samuel 18, 8 through 10. And 29 is stealing. That's John 10 and 10. And number 30, and that's it, is fighting and wrestling that's john 6 10 through 18. now that you are more knowledgeable about the structure and organization of the kingdom of darkness in our next conversation on principalities and powers we'll move to what kind of weapons the enemy uses so that we know how to effectively plan our defense and offense ladies and gentlemen I pray that you enjoyed our time together as much as I did. Thank you for tuning in to episode 11, Principalities and Powers. I thank you for all the support and responses. New episodes release every Thursday on iTunes and Spotify at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please remember to subscribe and don't listen to these episodes just once. Get them ingrained in your spirit. Remember, we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but principalities and powers, rulers of darkness, and spiritual wickedness in heavenly realms. A special thanks to my man, KC. At I Am Music Group for producing this show. Erica Duff for the artwork. They keep your boy looking good. Alex Teamer, aka Team for the baseline. Pastor Warren Campbell, Lena Bird Miles for This Is Day intro. A shout out to Shay J Entertainment and the Holy Ghost Busters Mobile Ministry. A shout out to my man Julian Payne, House of No Hole Barbershop in the greater Los Angeles area. A special shout out to the Jewy Woo and Rooftop crew. I love and appreciate you. Remember to subscribe to This Is A Day on whatever podcast platform you use. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Wade and Wade is spelled W. AID. Remember to post any subject titles you'd like to discuss on this today Facebook page or feedback on your Instagram stories on what you thought about the conversation. Always remember, God believes in you and so do I. Till next time, this is the day. This is always the day for breakthrough, victory, redemption. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to This Is The Day with Pastor Wade on any podcast platform that you use. You can interact with Pastor Wade with questions, comments, or subject titles you would like discussed. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade, that is Real Pastor W-A-I-D, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.